Welcome back. It has been a long time, but here we are back on the Speedy Aerocast. I'm your co-host, Dan Morin, and I, uh, I dug up some old friends to join me on this <laughs> wild ride we call the Speedy Aerocast. Uh, with me, as always, is Mr. John Moltz. Hi, John. My name is John Moltz. <laughs> Do you, is it go longer than that, or that, that was that all you? <laughs> That's all I have right now. Okay, do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about justice or something? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, your... my name is John Maltz. Uh, something, something, something. <laughs> justice, justice, something, something. Check. All right. Yes. With us also, of course, is our good friend, Mister Guy English. Hello, Guy. I'm uh, John Maltz's illegitimate brother. <laughs> <laughs> that there's explains... nothing illegitimate about you, Guy. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it explains so much. Too, too legit to quit. <laughs> Uh, we are here to discuss the return of Arrow. We are on season seven, episode 10. And in a, a bit of, I can't tell if this was intentionally sort of a bit of leisure demand or whether they decided just to make a change. But I think before we left on break, this, this episode had a different name than, and they changed the name of the episode because I believe yeah. it was previously called Shattered Lives. And is now called My Name is Emiko Queen. And it's possible maybe they just did that because they didn't want to like like spoil anything. Give it away. Yeah. Yeah. But usually yeah, they cool. just Shattered Lives yeah. also works as a title. Like exactly. It, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You think that works as this title? As a title for this episode? No, I think the one that they've got is better. But Shattered yes. Lives, sure. I you know. Some people got shattered. Their lives. They might have had huh. some yeah. had some cracks. Huh. Had some and it is huh. a Springsteen song. So <laughs> no, it's not. That's, okay. I started so, to Google it. So, so is my name is Emiko Queen. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little on the nose. It's from the Ghost of Tan Joad, actually. That's uh, so yeah, so this picks up after the events of the Elseworlds crossover way back in December, uh, and so we're back on track with the the Arrow plot of the season. And I believe to do the recap, I will turn things over to John. Me, me. Okay. There is a man. Someone is chasing the man. Why? Because this is Arrow. So Emiko catches this guy and knocks him out. Then she monologues. Hey, that's Oliver's monologue. But now it's Emiko's monologue. Uh, while she takes down people on her list, she is monologuing. Uh, and, uh, you know, watching this stuff is the thing we signed up for. She meets a contact <laughs> who is helping her find William Glenn Morgan, if that's even his real name. Uh, he the gives least her a flash scarily drive. named hitman in all of this yeah. show. Gives her a flash drive that will get her into some server room that will help her find him. <laughs> Whatever. She thinks uh, she's knocked the... She goes and she thinks she's knocked the guards out, but then they wake up and uh, they start shoot, shoot, shooting. And she escapes, but she gets hit and has to go to Renee to help her. Meanwhile, Oliver and Dinah go to check out the scene of the break-in. Actually, not meanwhile, later. Um, and uh, because the police are inefficient, I guess, Oliver gets to take away the blood sample. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I have some comments about that later. Lila, is, meanwhile, is interrogating Diaz about Dante, the terrorist who pays his bills. But he's being his usual self, and I really don't know why they have him, other than to set up for the thing that happens later. Oliver gets Felicity to analyze the blood sample and she figures out that the vigilante is Oliver's sister. A sister 
who, ha- meanwhile, has figured out the identity of Glenn Morgan. She's off to get him, but Renee shows up and saves her from a sniper, and Glenn Morgan gets away. But she doesn't want Renee's help, because she's a lone wolf. Felicity finds about some storage unit of Oliver's dad's, except it's registered to his mom's name, and uh, whatever. Diggle offers Diaz a deal on his own without consulting anybody, and uh, says that uh, if he gives him Dante, then he can go free, which he re- by which he really means that he's going to be part of the Suicide Squad. Uh, excuse protocol. me, legally distinct ghost yeah. initiative. Okay, fine. Still, it's the same basic thing. <laughs> Renee meets with Emiko and uh, makes his pitch for teaming up. She says, "Follow me," and takes her to his, takes him to her bunker with her, uh, which has her big conspiracy board on it. Uh, we learn that Glenn Morgan has had killed Emiko's mother, uh, but she doesn't know why. Oliver and Felicity get the boxes from storage. For some reason, there's a letter from Robert to Walter in there. I'm not sure why it would be in Robert's storage. Maybe it never got delivered. Is that what happens? I think that's the the implication. Yeah, I think that's the answer, right? Um, In it, Robert asks Walter to take care of Emiko, and I think we learn that Moira locked it up. I think that's the upshot of that. Renee calls in Curtis to help them get Glenn Morgan, who's holed up, uh, I believe, in the underground hive neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) Curtis knocks out the power, and Emiko and Renee move in. Fight, fight, fight. Emiko gets to Glenn Morgan, but she's pretty... Uh, but he's pretty handy with what looks like a weapon from Breath of the Wild. She gets him down, but he... he It's actually my sponsor for this show is uh, (laughs) Batleth replicas. Collectible Batleth replicas. That's what he's got. I think it's a Lizal, a tri-bladed Lizal. Anyway. It looks uh, looks like a joke. It looks like something that if you're a kid and you're scribbling like badass looking (laughs) weapons, that's what you would draw. It's got three blades, man. It's crazy. And a stick. And uh, anyway, he insists it wasn't him and uh, someone set him up and he is an alibi. So she just knocks him out. Felicity says Oliver should reach out to Emiko. Uh, Lila puts the explosive in Diaz's head. Emiko visits her mother's gravestone where Oliver finds her. We have the future plot. Renee is the mayor of the Glades and has no scar and more hair. Zoe goes to him and tells him someone is planning an attack on uh, Star City. She wants him to use the Glade's security system, codenamed Archer, (gasps) after the captain of the Enterprise, to help (laughs) Star City. But he's afraid of it being used against the Glades. Dinah goes to talk to Renee and, you know, to... uh, (laughs) Make a, make a harder pitch, I guess, and uh, to get the access codes for this this system. He doesn't want to give them up, and she threatens him, so she somehow gets the codes. However, it turns out that Renee is in on the plans. <gasps> His smirking associate seems to be the architect of the plans and the one who had Felicity killed. <gasps> you know, the 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 jump from present to future did kind of illustrate for me that future Zoe does not look anything like present Zoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I had forgotten about that, and then I was like, oh, those are... What? That's not even remotely <laughs> well, the same she, person. She appears with her hair up in that first scene, like she goes to the, the press conference or something that I had forgotten. Renee is hosting, and I didn't even recognize yeah, her. I wasn't I, even I sure who that was. I had, I had no idea. It had been like a month, too. Like, when they're doing the recap, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on in this show yeah. anymore. Right. 
I mean, I did catch up, but like I was lost. For yeah, a I mean, I got it eventually. But also, yeah. this is so. This is an episode that is like this is like throwback Monday episode here because not only does it have name checks of half a dozen characters, I feel like who we haven't seen in a long time, including yeah. Robert, Moira, Walter, Walter. Amanda Waller, <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. All I really characters. liked it. I, yeah, I mean, um, I think we've said this before that like uh, it seems that this new writing crew has a a lot of love and respect for season one, right? Yeah. And, and that was my second point was that the beginning of this certainly and the whole Emiko plot running through this entire episode is basically season one, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. which yeah. is kind of interesting. And she's working out a lot and like right. you know like but it, it hitting hitting dummies made out of tires which i thought was pretty cool that's actually. cool that's a cool idea yeah, i yeah. i mean i like that the the putting her in contrast to oliver who is now not only established as the green arrow but like literally established in that he's working with the man right, right. as opposed to being in in like opposition of the police is a is a interesting spin on an old classic i would think <laughs> Yeah. I think it's interesting that now that the, we, the audience, know who she is, she's just wearing the eye mask. Right. Yeah, yeah. She was wearing, like, a full face mask before. But now that we know, she, she also she's just wearing goes, the eye mask. I, I question her methodology of going to meet in with that contact in plain clothes, get, like, the security key to get in, and then the next day it's all over the news that, like, oh, the Green Arrow, you know, broke into this <laughs> security yeah. place. Like, that's bad. Right. That's bad OPSEC is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah ollie may do stuff like that though like he, he like he did a bunch of bradford stuff in season one that was pretty bananas remember he True. goes and kills that guy quote yeah. unquote kills him and stuffs him in the trunk yeah yeah i mean uh, oh yeah yeah right right like the bradford basically know exactly who he is pretty much well they would have to be capuchin. to figure it He's out capuchin. You know? yeah yeah anyway uh broadly i liked it my my uh my alternate um sponsor was uh the spunky csi agent who just gives ollie <laughs> she was great i want more of her <laughs> i, I she went she went to school with um with barry the alternate yeah, sponsor yeah. should be like 23 and me when you don't know that you have that that's sister. it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i didn't bother i didn't bother formulating jokes just basically punchlines but uh the way she was like just talking down to him like the little stinky stare that she gave him oh, it was yeah good. that was pretty yeah. good i was pretty i also enjoy oliver's uh like police casual attire yeah the nice yeah. sports coat and the button down the sweater I, I was a, I was a little uh, I mean I think you know it's a, it's plot convenience playhouse of course but it it it's ridiculous how the Star City Police Department does not know anything about prioritization it's like Dinah's like oh they're all they're really backlogged oh you can't move this to the front of the queue it's like this is a this is a first in first out situation <laughs> like they have all this other stuff that they have to do well, they, they don't, I have no control over they it. literally have no idea about chain of evidence so it doesn't really yeah yeah <laughs> hold on let's give this to the person who it will later turn out is the secret sibling of the person we're trying to find and who will literally <laughs> have to lie about this i think we can all agree <laughs> yeah, I, yeah right. the one thing i loved about uh, one of the things i loved about spunky csi was uh um diana asks for the evidence and she's like oh sure here you go captain and she's yeah. like that probably want to catalog that like, like that's <laughs> right i mean that's also part of your job not just picking it up and putting it in the bag that seemed to be the end of her job as far as she cared like to, it's in the plastic baggie i'm done here to be fair we are learning from like 
30 years in the future that things aren't so great in Star City. So maybe this is all part of the slow decline. That is true, yeah. Uh, uh, We even get a... uh, This episode even features a voiceover from Robert Queen reading the letter about Emiko. Uh, although yeah, that was nice. There's a uh, there's a sort of uh, loophole in that one too because I was thinking, which I didn't think of until until John mentioned that it was weird that it would, the letter was in there, and the implication being that it didn't get sent and that more locked it away or something. It's like, well, why if she really knew about it, why didn't she just burn it or throw it away? <laughs> something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. It's a Kinda little lock weird. it up. Yeah, lock it up with my <laughs> with my son's elementary school drawings. <laughs> Well, she's a bit of a hoarder, right? She did keep an entire freaking boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she needs she needs Marie Kondo. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, she needs. Does this bring me joy? This broken boat where my husband was this murdered clearly does not bring I you feel joy. Like she has yeah. an inverse. Yeah. It's like an inverse Marie Kondo thing. Where it's like, does this spark yeah. spite yeah. or All something? The things that bring her anger and yeah. resentment. She just locks him away in expensive storage units. That's actually and a pretty didn't, good. Like, didn't the family the family went bankrupt? Right? Right? Didn't the family get like all their money taken away? Yeah, but that was through Oliver's mismanagement, wasn't it? I don't. Yeah, but still, like someone like, was paying for that that yeah. storage locker for five yeah. years. Yeah, but they yeah. were billionaires. I, I think we, they can afford that. That's it. I think we've made that joke before, which is like when rich people go bankrupt, it's not like the rest of us. Like they yeah, still guess, have yeah. they still have money, right? They still they still pay for. I would have noticed that eventually. I mean, admittedly, yeah. I paid for Postmates for like you know like ten months, <laughs> and I didn't notice. <laughs> um, two yeah. new addition, uh, interesting. Um, this is sort of sideline, but two interesting changes I saw in the opening credits, at least, which is one, um, the uh, Emiko is now credited as a regular, um, whose name I'm apologies in advance because I may mispronounce it. It's either Sia or C S E A Shimuka is the actress who plays her, uh, and she's now a regular. And I also noticed, which I thought was interesting. I guess Katie Cassidy got married because her she's now oh. credited as Casey K- Katie Cassidy Rogers in this episode, and that huh. led me down a rabbit hole of not realizing that she is David Cassidy's daughter, which I totally what? did not realize. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's that was, awesome. That was uh, well. Bi- <laughs> I did put not, this way. God, I know. I did I, not know that. I, at I did all. not know that. But apparently, only like biological daughter, not really raised by him. But still, yes, very, huh. yeah, very odd. <laughs> so, so she's David Cassidy's Amico queen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> man. Wow, stories huh. write themselves. I'm trying to think of like what her like <laughs> her revenge mode is going to be. <laughs> I, I think we'll get there. Um, <laughs> So we also have the return of, as you mentioned, the Suicide Squad, now renamed as the Ghost Initiative, a name I don't believe was ever used before. In fact, weirdly, weren't the Hive soldiers all the ghosts? They were ghosts, yeah. Yeah, it seems like oh, sloppy, yeah, sloppy branding. They, well, <laughs> it was just, call it they the figured f- it because it was lying around in that Phantom that, uh, Initiative or something. <laughs> I don't know. Just You can come up with something better. I'm okay with it. I, I don't know why they don't just That's bite fine. the bullet and call it the Suicide Squad. I mean, they did like, already. and they Because well, I guess there's only him right now, right? Or maybe we're going to get introduced some more to some more yeah. people. Yeah, but I think they're, they've they officially changed it so as the whole like conflicts with the movies, which oh, is ridiculous yeah, because yeah, yeah. we've already got two Supermans and, you know, two <laughs> Flashes and whatever. So it's like, guys, just deal with it. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. No like holding on, like being precious about this one is just not worth it. It's a little it. weird. It's a little weird. Yeah, yeah, and we were reminded that Amanda Waller found like met her death, sort of yeah. ignominiously. 
I did like uh, Lila uh, pulling rank on that guy because I think it yeah. needed the clarification of that guy has floated around in a couple episodes before, and I think he was chewing out Dig before, but it was yeah. worth remembering that like Lila's in charge of this, right? Like this is she's yeah. the yeah, director I didn't get of that Argus. at first. I assumed that he was you know some Fed who she had to report to. I couldn't remember who I, he was. I mean, I had seen him before, but I didn't remember what I his. I think the the explanation is that like they don't some. I don't know. I assume that there's probably a mole in Argus, and they're like, we got to keep this to ourselves because we can't let anybody else know what's going on. That was my understanding, yeah. but I don't know if that's true. Or right. I just headcanoned all that. Yeah, they're right. I like that scene though, because you know secrets on the show always work out so well. Right, I did like that scene though. I like that. um, I like that she had Diggle's back by pulling rank, and then pulled rank on him too. But like that was a that that was such a bonehead move by Diggle. Like that's unacceptable. Yeah, I mean that would probably get you like court martial or whatever the equivalent (laughs) reprimanded at least. Yeah, well. Yeah, it's that's pretty screwed up. <laughs> also, oh, hey, by the way, you could just, get a better uniform. <laughs> I'm just thinking off the top of just thinking off the top of my noggin here. How about we put a bomb in this guy's head and let him run around? How about that? Cool. I just I just did that on my own recognizance. It's cool. Like, no, it's not a not cool. Yeah, pulling that move on your your boss who is also your wife. Also, just not right. smart. It is a dick move. Yeah, it is. That's beyond. Uh, I enjoyed the bit uh, kind of hanging a lantern on it and slightly weird where uh, when Felicity is trying to identify the DNA is like, hey, you don't think it could be Roy, do you? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. like, all right, the rest, we all know it's not. <laughs> like all of us. Maybe yeah. that would have been interesting like six episodes ago. <laughs> well, I kind of like that you went through the, like, is it Roy? Oh, it's a woman. We were sexist. Like the, mm. Like, the yeah. steps that you as a viewer went through, like, four episodes ago, I think, you know. Yeah. It was fine. They're a little behind I mean, the, the cue ball there. Figuring out that that's her, his sister, is that even possible? Sure. I guess so. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, what, I think so. I, I think, Why not? I mean, it's a little hand wavy, and, like, basically, I, I feel like she probably would have been needing to compare it to Oliver's DNA. Like, oh, well, I've got this here. I might as well just make sure it's not got all of her running around. I would assume she. I would assume she's got that on file. Well, yes, I assume so I, too. Yeah. But I, I, that, that's not my point. My point is, you would have to decide to compare them, right? Like, oh, I should check and see if this matches Oliver's DNA. Not like yeah. I'm just going to run this again. I don't know. It seemed. It seemed. But anyway, you know, it's whatever, hand, it's whatever, hand whatever, fine. Well, I mean, fine. where did she get? Where did she get a, d- a database of DNA in the first place? I mean, <laughs> it's better not to ask. These <laughs> 20, 20, I know. Turns out that's it. the sponsor is uh, twenty four and me. <laughs> 24 and you that's the sponsor we are all oliver queen's illegitimate siblings (laughs) overwatching you she has your dna okay don't worry about it at least overwatch definitely not a creepy name for a dna collection company (laughs) i'm surprised one of them hasn't you know you've had palantir somebody else should have already picked overwatch right yeah i think it's a video game guys (laughs) um so yeah, we have a new mystery introduced in uh Emiko's mother, who has apparently been murdered for some unknown reason. Uh it was even it's like she was shot, and then the evidence was all attempted to be erased by arson. So yeah, something's happening there. Uh and as you point out, she's got a murder board, which every good vigilante needs. <laughs> Um, and then, but then there was the, the second layer of that. Like that's already pretty intricate. I'm going to murder this woman who is 
for as far as we can see, uh, not a power player in any sort of thing, but murder her, then burn the building down. That's already going pretty far to cover your tracks. But even after that, planting clues that lead you to the wrong <laughs> conclusion about who did it. It's complicated. Like it's, it's, it's a very intricate plot. Yeah. Sure. Well, oh, man, maybe know. it's, uh, maybe it's Deathstroke. Maybe. <laughs> That's what I say whenever it's super intricate. Maybe it's Deathstroke. <laughs> it's probably Slade. Um, I liked, I, I kind of liked Oliver's reaction to the whole Emiko revelation that he was upset that his father had done so poorly by her. Like, I mean, it's sort of another, like it's another notch out of his father's memory kind of like uh, you know we already had that thing where he like murdered the dude a couple of years ago and at this point yeah. robert queen's uh uh estimation has dropped severely but i, I kind of like that he wasn't you know he's not angry at her although i am fascinated and really looking forward to whatever the hell the background on on her his sister is in terms of like why did she decide to pick up the green arrow mantle of all things like she's like oh Mm. i really you know just i was also super into archery like maybe does it run in their (laughs) genetic like i'm just fascinated by i guess it does right i mean like because thea's really good at it well she she had she had trophies that's right from it from uh high school or well, whatever. she got it from both well she did she wasn't robert's kid though so you know well that's maybe, true that's just, yeah, so was, i guess it's <laughs> i guess it's moira right um yeah yeah could it's, be but yeah. but then yeah but, but then it doesn't that make doesn't sense, work, right? right yeah, yeah. got two <laughs> so half on the wrong none side this makes any sense <laughs> i think <laughs> yeah. it's you know what it's it's the water it's the water in star city <laughs> well then everybody yeah. oh you're right everybody is great archers in star city they really I think are. <laughs> Roy. I mean, like <laughs> that's that's actually true. I think I think it turns Can't out the show is without hitting an archer in Star City. I think after God knows how many seasons of like doing this uh, speedy hourcast, we've discovered the show is meant to be watched and not talked about because <laughs> <laughs> if you give it if you give it too much scrutiny, it's yeah. falling apart. Of the I think you had to be bit. raised. It was wait was Diggle raised in Star City? Yes, they do. Uh, yeah, he was. Yes, he's he was. Okay, he's then see that. See that doesn't work because he's yeah, not a he's, great archer. No, but he's good at shooting stuff. So mm-hmm. he he sure. comes from. The, he's been drinking the same uh, water as Renee. Ah, yeah, hand eye coordination. Oh, so okay, so uh... and Deadshot. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're from that side of the uh, the wrong the side of the tracks. <laughs> the mutant the well. Tracks oh, does guns. it does it run all? Is it the um, the symbol from uh, season from one? season one? Yeah, yeah, it depends on which one of those circles you're in. Which uh, okay, weirdly got it accurate you know superpower you've had. <laughs> maybe that's the plot for the next season <laughs> we're writing it yeah. right now yeah we're i'm right sure now. yeah i'm sure they're picking up the phone right now to call us <laughs> <laughs> well we know they're listening because they already they already put my uh my, my shoots behind you know shoots without looking yeah shot in yeah. There, and, and, they, and they put the bathrooms in the uh pipeline on the flash and they put so, the bathroom yeah. in the pipeline yeah. yeah so really really yeah. they get all their great stuff from us <laughs> Uh, uh, any, any thoughts on this before we get to our, our ritual? Uh, I think we covered most of it. So I like the setup. I like the, uh, the fact that Ollie is sort of the older, wiser, more tempered person. And, uh, Emiko is yeah. very clearly meant to be Ollie in season one. Like she's a right. basket right. case, basically. Uh, I like it. Nice setup. Yeah. We've definitely reached that part of this, you know, 
arc of the show that it works really well. I mean, and getting him, getting him to work with the police department in this season, I think is a, is a nice move and yeah. makes sense instead yeah. of like him standing around being angsty. <laughs> yeah. And to, to another point of like things that we've said for uh, like season after season now, uh, and you know, to the point that the writers definitely listen to every word that we say, uh-huh. um, it does feel that like they've chopped this season up into two pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, the prison thing is sort of ended that chapter. Yeah. Um, right. It seems to me like the longbow hunters thing has now evaporated in that uh, uh, Diaz seems to be separated from that and now starting to suicide squad stuff. Uh, I, it's just, it seems like it's cut in two parts with a nice through line and I'm digging it. Yeah, I, it will be interesting because the yeah. second half then of the season will be considerably, well, not considerably. It'll be several episodes longer, too, because we're only, this is only episode 10, and we're going to yeah. get to 23 or so. So 9 and 13, not quite evenly split. But yeah, like, I agree. There's, it's it's nice to not, to feel like there isn't like a whole plot that's stretching out over 23 episodes. Any way you can sort of slice and dice that, I think, is a benefit to the show. Uh, because right. that stuff starts to get long. And the, and it's nice to be able, they're going to intersperse some more stuff. I know, for example, there is an upcoming episode uh, in the back half of the season that will be all flash forward. So hmm. we have, uh-huh. that's an interesting uh, move for us to look forward to. And, you know, probably some other interesting stuff happening along the way, too. Uh, all right. Should we ritual this sucker? Sure. Yeah. All right. Do it up, John. Uh, Biff. Excellent. Guy. Biff. Three Biffs all around. Yeah. I'm not super excited about it, but I like the way it's set up. I thought it was yeah, constantly done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very it's, solid. I don't, like the be- I don't think it's one of the best episodes, but it's very solid. Yeah. 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 Oh, so wait, one question going forward. Uh, do you, we think Emiko could carry a show? And mm. does Stephen Amell leave in, you know, next season or something? I, it seems interesting. I don't know. I'm curious about now I'm going to look up uh, the actress while we're talking about it, because I'm not sure that I know her from. I certainly yeah. don't think I've run into her yeah. anywhere else. And that's, yeah, that's a lot of. I'm pretty I, sure I have not. She's been in a few things, but yeah. she seems to largely have only been working regularly since like 2016 or so. So yeah. that's tough. It's a it's a hard it's a hard, like a big order to carry an entire. Yeah. Very yeah. much so, and I enjoy. Well, her. does he want to leave? I mean, as, as I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just like, look, that's looking at the way the storylines are written now. That could happen, right? It would be an interesting, like, at some point, if you are, you know, the CW slash DC, you you have to think about the long term, you know, franchise, and the question is, are you going to let the shows sort of ride off into the sunset, uh, or? Are you going to try to find a way to prolong it with new people or, you know, what? I mean, MCU is kind of dealing with this, too. Yeah. Or you could of, just be supernatural and nobody and just ever run dies. it forever. Like just be, yeah, just 15, <laughs> 15 years. Wow. Uh, I guess we'll find out. I think yeah. only supernatural can be supernatural. I think, to I be think fair, that's it is yeah. not even remotely the longest show running on TV. It is just a long show for a genre TV show. NCIS yeah. has been running like at least a few years longer than that. Grey's Anatomy has been running almost that long. Yeah, so oh they God. have rotating Grey's Anatomy cast, is still on. Oh yeah, I learned that last week. <laughs> that was kind of startling. Yeah. Well, I mean, soaps yeah. are still going right after sure. God knows how many yeah. years, decades. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's not unusual. It's just unusual for a show that probably is the kind of show that we follow. Right. 
Uh, all right, that's three biffs. That is the end of our Arrow recap. We're going to move on to superhero sweeps. So if you don't want to hear us talk about some other superhero stuff, uh, you can skip to the end of the episode now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but please, skip to the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, there's a don't special Easter egg. podcast and special Easter egg at the else. end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, well, it's been a month since we've convened, so I, I kind of I'm going to open the floor to to topics. Uh, is this something you guys want to discuss? I, I think it'd be cool if you took the bit from the end of Rebound and stuck it at the, at the end of this show. <laughs> <laughs> since you guys already covered the Spider Man trailer, oh, uh, we are well the one, well, but Spi- we didn't on this show. No, no, we didn't talk That's about. Did we talk about Spider Man, or did we talk about? We talked about the Captain. No, we talked about what the hell did we talk about? We John? talked about Spider Man. Oh, we did talk Spider-Man. about Spider Man. Oh, we talked yeah, about Far yeah. From Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was jealous. Say, Honestly, that was a, I love that little gem that you packed <laughs> packed in there. Honestly, if you just want to stick it on the end, I'm game for that. <laughs> I don't know if I can. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can talk about it with you. I want to talk about it with you. Yeah, well, I we, didn't watch it again, but I mean, I, I've seen it enough, but I didn't watch it in preparation for this conversation. You know? <laughs> yeah. How many times have you seen it? <laughs> yeah, enough. well, we didn't even because talk- I've seen it 87 times. I, I, I do want to say along those lines, something I have not really gotten a, t- a chance to talk about on a show is into the Spider Verse because I missed out on the incomparable <laughs> the main episode about yeah. that. Uh, yeah, and I like. I really dug that movie a lot, and I I think it's awesome that it's so the hook here here's the hook. Uh, it got nominated for best animated feature for the Oscars, uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, and great. I think it was a fantastic movie, one of the best movies I saw last year, probably. I yeah. loved it. Honestly, if you enjoy film, you should go watch that movie. Oh yeah, even if you just if you, you can't. I don't know why you listen to this show, but if you can't enjoy superheroes, <laughs> still I think it's worth going to go see Spider Verse. I really do. Uh, it just does such interesting things. It's it's a beautiful to look at. It's got a you know there's, the story is bananas, but makes sense in the context and all works. I don't think you need a deep weird understanding of the particulars. They just they explain the universe to you as it unfolds. And it's it's wonderful. It, it, it's just it was, a remarkably well done movie. I, for me, it mostly, it was amazing to find in this day and age, you know, 2018 when I saw it and like 10 years into superheroes being like a super huge business. Uh, it was fascinating to find a fresh take on an origin story that mm-hmm. was managed to take all the boxes of an origin story, but without feeling like every other origin story that we've seen even every other spider-man origin story that we've seen right like that to me is that is a quite a feat and i was reminded of that especially when i went back for the incomparable episode that we did recently about batman begins uh and like how how revolutionary that was at the time i think that like you know i would put easily put spider-verse up there with that in terms of it's like bringing the origin superhero origin story into a new era like this is yeah. an era where we're all very conversant with the tropes of a superhero origin story and to right. sort of put a new spin on it and like i thought it was exceptionally well executed in that way yeah and there's and just uh like the spider people rattling off their their checkbox of the origin stories and they're all slightly different mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> addresses like the origin story retelling so perfectly like they know that it's goofy to retell the origin story and that's part of the gag right Right. exactly exactly yeah and it's uh to also be able to do that many 
quote unquote different characters in one movie yeah. is also right. not easy. I think the last time that they did anything like that kind of remotely that well was probably the original Guardians of the Galaxy did pretty well at that like assembling a team within a movie yeah. and feeling like you had drawn all those characters pretty well. Right. So, anyways, yeah, I mean there's there's spider they're they're all the thing you need to know is that they're spider people. Right. <laughs> or yeah. pigs or pigs. And so you have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that until until this movie came out, and I was looking up like, some of the oh, backstories yeah, that that he was thing. that he yeah. was he is a spider who was bitten by a radioactive pig. pig. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, I will say one who was, of, who was Aunt uh, Aunt Porker, right, or May Porker? <laughs> he's but yeah, Peter Peter Porker. Yeah. Um, I I want to say that I really. I'll also like in in the like bit of fan service for uh, I have to admit not a huge number of people but definitely me the post credit sequence in that movie oh yeah is kind of hilarious like I had so great I had comics about that character because I was buying them kind of when that was all a thing um, oh twenty ninety nine oh yeah I had a twenty I had yeah. a whole bunch of the twenty ninety nine comics because that was like mid nineties which was like prime comics buying time for me yeah. Uh, and I was super confused when I remember because I was watching the credits of the of Spider Verse, and they like credit Oscar Isaac as like interesting person number one, and I was like, where the hell was Oscar Isaac in that movie? <laughs> and then you get to the end, and you're like, oh, I see what you did there. Oh, was he Spider Man twenty nine? Yeah, yeah. Because okay. uh, I didn't, get, I didn't yeah, catch that. Yeah, but... they didn't want to credit him. And yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. Okay. I, I, I enjoy that. I think that will be an interesting I mean from what I can tell they're already like hard at work on another one. So I'm looking Good. forward to that. Because I mean I think it did very well for them. <laughs> Have you listened to the Chris Pine, the whole of Chris Pine's <laughs> Christmas Chris song? Al- no, I, I've heard though I think I only heard part of it. You should so this is like another I feel like this is another meta joke that like <laughs> because in that Christmas song, like toward the end, they don't play it in the and they play some of it in the credits, but they don't play the whole thing. And like just after that part where it cuts off of the credits, he he goes for like full Shatner, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is just hilarious. I mean, <laughs> it's like it's the guy who played Captain Kirk, and he's like <laughs> doing a parody of the other guy who played <laughs> Captain Kirk. <laughs> I did read that they like just kind of did that on a whim, like you know they're like, oh Chris, can you sing? He's like, can I sing? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's got some like songs on iTunes, like other songs from like his own yeah band. I mean, seems like he's got some pipes. His own singing career. Yeah, I I, I thought that was delightful. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually really want to watch it again, so I'm looking forward to it coming out. The music and the music overall in the in the movie is very good. Yeah, I, I even I, I mean, mean the, the, the soundtrack is good, but also just like the the, the, the score. songs that they pick to go yeah, along with. Yeah, both the score and the yeah. soundtrack are very solid, and like yeah. it it really works well as a as a whole there um and i think it's interesting too like i was listening to some stuff talking about so chris uh chris miller and phil lord phil 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 lord that's right that's right the right order for those names i think uh the lego movie guys were involved in the writing of it um and somebody mentioned that it like worked a lot better with their style like there was the whole thing with solo right where they were directing solo and they got kicked off oh yeah and it was an interesting contrast because they were talking about how how much of their style tends to be improvisational, which doesn't necessarily work on a movie with as many moving pieces as a Star Wars movie where, you know, everything is kind of like regimented in terms of like, this needs to be out by this date. And like, we only have these resources and these actors. 
Whereas in animation, which is the majority of what they've done, you can kind of do a lot of different voice actor takes because, you know, mm-hmm. the animation hasn't been laid down yet. So, you, like, it's a lot. You don't have to, like, get reshoots or anything like that. And I think it really, mm-hmm. it seems very clear from the filming of this that that works really well for them. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I still would have loved to have seen their solo. But... Uh, yeah. I'm not sure how different it would have been, but it would, I don't know either. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I still want to see Edgar Wright's Ant-Man, but. Yeah. I'm not going to see that one either. Nope. Uh, Although Ant-Man was great. So. Yeah. I no, I, I have no about, complaints you know? about that either. Yeah. yeah. I mean. And Solo was perfectly fine. Yeah. So no complaints yeah. on those scores. All right. Uh, so Spider-Verse. Good. Spider-Man trailer. Yes. Guy, do you have thoughts about the Spider-Man trailer you want to share since John uh, and I have talked about it? I don't, honestly, ditto to whatever you guys said. Uh, <laughs> I liked it. I, I, I liked it. I'm enthusiastic about it. Oh, the yeah. one thing is I think uh, Mysterio, like my, my pet theory is oh, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. oh God, what's his name? Handsome fella. Jake Gyllenhaal. Thank you. They're all handsome fellas, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I knew I knew <laughs> who you meant. It's a movie. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Everybody, everybody yeah. is stunningly attractive. Yeah, exactly. So I my my funny I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, my theory is that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is a Mysterio projection over his own face and he's like a just a regular looking dude. Oh, there's somebody else that's actually yeah, he's Mysterio trying to is actually behind, somebody else. And face. He's like and setting he's putting, himself up as a hero, basically. As yeah. a as a very yeah, handsome hero guy. Yeah, Cinder exactly. Thing from Fantastics, yeah, yeah, or, and he's uh, actually Rebels. a guy that we've seen throughout <laughs> not, the movie the doing stuff. Yeah, the, the fant- <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's a different mm, thing entirely. Mm, uh, the incorrigibles, the, yeah, the incorrigibles. <laughs> I thought that was us. <laughs> yeah, that is that is actually us. Oh, by the way, that is, uh, sparks another thing. Uh, Incredibles two is a great movie, and it's up against Spider Verse. Oh, and. I don't know what to say. It's kind of a bummer that animation is a category by yeah. itself. Yeah. yeah. But whatever. That's the world we live in. I mean, at, at least, least it, at least it is a category now. Right. You know? I so, mean, yeah. there's an argument. There's both like, I think the animated features should be eligible for the best pictures. I don't know if they are, but like at the same time, it's nice that they don't necessarily have to fight it out with <laughs> like yeah. the, the live action stuff, because if you only got to choose one, like that would be rough. <laughs> That'd be yeah. up against like Black Panther and stuff, you know. <laughs> right. Uh yeah. yeah. Um I but, I, I would definitely I mean I've seen both of them. I would definitely give the the nod to Spider-Verse. I mean I would tend to agree. I, me too. I, the, I ground that, the ground that they broke in terms of animation is is so much more drastic. Incredibles 2 is great. I really enjoyed it, but it's I don't think it's anywhere close to breaking new ground in the way that Spider-Verse does. Yeah, I think I agree. I would I would imagine people at Pixar are thinking the same thing. Yeah. Like, like we made a really great movie and these guys just, it's going to be, it's going to be another, um, you know, know, um, moment where the, the, you know, somebody announces the wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I I don't know. It's going to be La La Land. And (laughs) I I don't know guys. I mean, like, you know, I imagine it was already pretty tough in doing the nomination. Like, you know, you nominated one superhero movie in black Panther for the best picture, but like, you know, they must've been having a tough time deciding between that and Aquaman is all I'm saying. Like, I feel like (laughs) that must've been really rough for everybody involved. You know what? I've seen Aquaman. You know what? So have I. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, you want to hash it? Uh, yeah. Ahead, I am not going to see it. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Uh, it, I mean, we, we, we watched Justice League. I, I recently, uh, as, as everybody remember, maybe might remember, I live yeah. tweeted Justice League last weekend. Uh, yeah. I lost some followers. On oh, did you? Sure. Well, no oh, yeah. wonder. Yeah. Oh, I almost, oh, wow. I, you know, I'm not even yeah. on Twitter and I almost unfollowed you. 
Uh, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of these movies that I feel like people overuse the words like terrible movies because I've seen some truly awful movies in my day. And I don't know that either of these necessarily sank to the level of like just plain unwatchable. I think their biggest sin is that they're largely boring, uh, which yeah. is hard to do with a superhero movie. Like if you if you made a superhero movie that is dull, you have missed something along the way because like everything is yeah. lined up for you to make a movie that is at the very least exciting and interesting, even if it's not particularly like sophisticated. <laughs> Right. And yeah. both Aquaman and Justice League to my mind lose on that score. Like Ooh, I found Aquaman did better. Yeah, I'll give you that. But I, I was more interested far. in the uh, the under yeah, uh, the, like the underwater world had a a thing to it. Uh it, it, like there was a design, there was a sensibility to what was going on. It was a very different alien kind of world. I don't want to sound like I'm defending the film. Uh but I I didn't hate it. It was just solidly underwhelming for me. Like, even Jason Momoa, yeah. who I think is fun to watch, something yeah. in this movie, maybe it was just him carrying an entire movie, was not, like, quite, yeah. you know... It's gotta be hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he did fine. You know, in Justice League, I think he's one of the more interesting and fun parts of that to watch. But, like, I think yeah. putting the entire movie on his shoulders was a little bit tougher i don't think he necessarily has the charisma of a like you know dwayne johnson or or vin diesel or someone like that who is kind of cut from the same cloth so i yeah i guess and and the interesting villain the more interesting villain was uh manta yeah and, I, uh, oh god just uh, didn't really do anything sorry. with it you know yeah so. that was i mean that was all set up his suit was a little dumb uh patrick wilson well, though was a terrible he's, he's already yeah. Patrick Wilson was a terrible villain though. The the Ocean Master costume was not yeah. doing him any favors. Um no. I will say here are my things that I liked about this movie. One, uh I appreciated that uh, Nicole Kidman got to kick some butt. That was kind of cool. Two, it's a movie that ends with both of the main characters spoilers. It's a movie that ends with both of the main characters' parents alive and happy, which is like unfreaking yeah. <laughs> heard of in a superhero movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and <laughs> three, they put him in the orange and green, which is pretty delightful. Like anything, well, even yeah. though they, they, I mean, that was that was spoiled in the trailer, which I which I did enjoy. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. When it got to the end of the yeah. trail. The trailer, I was just like, oh my god, this looks horrible. And then it got to the end, I was like. Oh, the green, the yeah, green this, and orange. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah. At least you acknowledge that, and you stuck them in the stupid, the stupid outfit. Yeah. yeah, that's. I think that's the great way to describe it, John. It's uh, there are enough of those little moments that you're like, oh, or if, at least for me, the, the, yeah. I wasn't offended by it. Justice League just really put me to sleep, and I was kind of upset. Uh, mm-hmm. Not even mad, like oh, I want to see the director's cut. Like none of that BS. Just like this <laughs> is I do just not. not. See the director's cut it's just pointless. Yeah, like you know, it just fell flat. You had every mm-hmm. opportunity to do some cool stuff, and you basically right. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah like you have the also some uh, of the top the top tier characters right. in comic yeah. book dumb. Uh, yeah. This is great what you actors, came up with. really great actors, and great actors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the God. only part of the, oh the Justice God. League movie that worked for me was I, I did mostly enjoy Ezra Miller as the Flash. Like, I thought... I, fa- I did not. 
I thought I really he was enter- did not. I, was I found him f- too forced, and I don't think it's. I don't really blame Ezra Miller, although I'm not a crazy big fan of his. Um, I th- think the writing was just not good enough that that That's it was fair. that I, it was, I was special enough that he was given enough to do. He's something the, he was. He nice seemed like he was having a good time, and I responded to that. Like, yes and yes okay that i think that's true yes i i think that's completely true but yeah. i just don't i felt like he was again like he was trying to he was trying to carry too much and the dialogue wasn't there for him yeah also yeah. some weird choice like i i thought the guy who played cyborg was good but cyborg's a tough character and i really didn't know like it's a lot of yeah. work to get him in here and explain he's a character that most people don't know anything about, you know, and like having him in there means you got to spend a lot of time kind of explaining what his deal is. And also right. I'm kind of befuddled as to, although there is a, a hint of it, like I'm kind of befuddled as the lack of like, you know, any sort of green lantern. Uh, even though I understand, yes, that whole franchise got basically tanked and they have to like leave it in a quarantine zone for years <laughs> until it's safe. <laughs> they had to take it they had to take it to the desert and it's been nuked. It. Yeah, yeah, they have to it's wait for half-life. the half life yeah. to you know die down there. And mm-hmm. but uh yeah. uh yeah, I don't know. You feel like there were better characters you could have dragged yeah. out there. They did have a lantern on screen. They did. That's briefly. what I'm saying. Yeah, they, there's yeah. a brief yeah. hint of one, which is kinda cool, right. but it is I don't know. I, I felt like that at least is a character that maybe has a little more name recognition than like Cyborg. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They could have used uh, John Stewart too, who would have got you yeah, away from exactly. the Hal Jordan stuff. And, you know, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think that would have been totally fine. But yeah, they didn't go in that direction. Okay. Uh, also, I would laughed really hard at the opening credits where there's a scene where they have, you know, one of the cathedrals draped in the black Superman, you know, uh, banner. And yeah. literally, while they're showing that, Henry Cavill's name is on screen, and you're like, "Gee, I wonder <laughs> if he's in this movie." <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The killing Superman, the whole in the first place was dumb, but bringing him back was not much better. <laughs> well, also, I don't understand why the world is celebrating him so much because what, like, what did he first? Do? Th- the first thing, exactly. The first thing was basically Trash Metropolis. Uh, and then the second thing was what Batman versus Superman. Oh, Trash Metropolis again, except with a bunch of other bad uh, superheroes versus one yeah. big bad guy. Well, like yeah. what? Like why do people love this guy so much? He is a one man wrecking ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you see him in mistake. news reports. That's sure. a mistake. A lot of super like the wor- I feel like the worst superhero movies make is they don't show the, the thing that they show so much in Superman, the motion picture. Um, is him helping people. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. uh and that's one of my complaints about the first, you know, the the Michael Keaton Batman movie is like the only time you ever see like he stops, he doesn't even stop a crime. Like these people get robbed and then he beats up the criminals and then he leaves yeah. the money. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even return the money to like, like what are you doing you're just like you're going around beating the crap out of criminals and that's yeah. it yeah. you're not stopping crimes you're just like going after the fact and 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 uh, you know i you know sort of yeah, blame, i mean aquaman um, yeah. barely saves <laughs> a director, fish but... in that entire movie aquaman <laughs> saves saves a sub that's that's true i guess that's technically underwater and a thing yeah they see a sub if not a fish if not a giant uh, fish in justice league he saves some soldiers and yeah uh, sailors anyway whatever he's kind of a dick about it yeah 
And nothing compared to uh, Superman 2, where he saves that kid falling off Niagara Falls. Yeah. I still remember that. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think... Uh, I, it, it's too bad because, you know, Warner Brothers seems to have really been like, no, we just need to keep pushing through this and people will eventually love all of our movies. <laughs> and I think that is the wrong approach. I think they need to pull a serious so, Sony with Spider-Man here and just be like, you know what? We need we to wanna- take this back to the drawing board. So their 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 whiplash effect is to release Shazam. Oh God! Yeah, which yeah. is just like seems to be played as a straight comedy with like oh it's just funny and it's like kids who get superpower a kid who gets superpowers and so he's yeah gonna go it's buy big beer it's big and, with superpowers and, and now he's an adult and so maybe he can get dirty magazines or something like oh, Jesus Christ yeah I'll, I even like that guy uh, Zachary I, I, I like name? Zachary Levi I I yeah. say he's he seems well, well suited for that yeah. and like I you know what that's I don't not like the, I don't like the costume. Yeah, no, um, no, no. Yeah. And I, I mean, I just don't, I don't like the tone of the whole thing. But you know, whatever. I mean, obviously, they're not making movies for me, so <laughs> that's the thing. I don't they know who they trying. are making movies for. Yeah, yeah. I can't, <laughs> I can't tell. If you make a movie that's not for me, fine. But you better do it well. I mean, you don't better, better do it. I'm not going to hold you to it. But well-made Why movies, even you? if yeah, well, well-made movies, even though they don't appeal to me, I can recognize as being well-made sure, movies, and these sure. ones fall flat even on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like, uh, I'm not a horror fan, so like, The Exorcist, I I can't stand watching The Exorcist because it just like freaks the hell out of me. Yeah, but it's an incredible movie. <laughs> yeah, I feel the I'm same not way. Specifically, I will never watch that movie again. I'm not right. going to watch it a first time, but I respect it. <laughs> Yeah. That's why I won't watch. Well, that's it. it specifically it about much. horror movies is like, right. if you do a good job, I am going to be scared. I don't like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so not for me. Great, great. That's awesome. I'm glad you did that, but I don't want to give you my money to feel bad. So yeah, I'll give you my money so you don't show that movie to me because then I'll not yeah, sleep for maybe. like a, like yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do actually go watch horror movies that are, uh, you know, remarkable in some way. Uh, can't do but, it you know it's not a genre i can just <laughs> yeah. get into so. right yeah. well the good news is we have plenty of positive uh superhero movies coming out in the next six months yeah. uh so i'm i don't know i'm pretty jazzed still for captain marvel hoping that that ends up being like yep. you know people always like to look at the trailers and be like no nah, i don't know about this and I'm like guys they've they basically like nailed if they've made 20 movies, you know, at least yeah. 18 or 19 of them were like good movies and 15, 10 to 15 of them were like really good, excellent movies. I feel I feel like their yeah, batting yeah. average is very good. So, yeah, yeah. you know, even the ones that I don't think are that great are good. They're, they're still yeah, enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I even if they don't get to bar. But, I, uh, so I went to go see. um Oh no, uh, M Night Shyamalan's movie now. Uh, oh, uh, Glass. Glass, Glass this weekend, nope. and uh, the uh, Captain Marvel trailer ran before it. Uh, and right after it's done, Adrian turns to me. She's like, uh, "You got to tell me about this movie." Like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> well, like that's Captain. she's a Marvel. Well, I mean, I, I hadn't really spoken to her about it, and she enjoys. I mean, I, I basically clockwork aren't and make her watch all these stupid movies, but. Uh, <laughs> 
but she was actively <laughs> excited about it. She's like, "Oh, that looks cool." And yeah, so, well, like, and yeah, Kat, and yeah. Kat, who does not like know anything about Captain Marvel, but like has been jazzed just about like the idea of it for a long time. And she's the opposite. Yeah. She's like, "I don't want to know anything about it. Like, I just want to go in like totally blank slate and like yeah. experience it." Because I'm sitting there going, "Like, I have read many arcs of Captain Marvel." <laughs> Let me share with you all the yeah, Captain yeah. Marvel knowledge I have. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. So oh, down, don't, yeah. I'm like freaking out about yeah. the cat, right? And she's like, "What's what's yeah. the deal with Chewy. the cat?" It's like I can't. Tell you. Yeah. It's not Chewy in the movie, so yeah, it's not Chewy. Yeah. No, yeah. right. Still, yeah. don't that's get me a, wrong. A, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Yeah. There's plenty it, of time to get Chewy later. Yes, and I think yeah. that would have confused the issue anyway. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, they own Disney. Just go with it. Sorry. Can we talk about Legends for a brief? Yes. Second. Yes. Because um, because Hank, uh, my son Hank, got into <laughs> Legends. I'm not even sure how it happened. I think we just started watching. I just started watching some like of this season with him, and he really enjoyed them. And then we went back, and he was, <laughs> and we watched the ones that were, you know, like I. I guess I caught up with him or something like, I can't remember, but anyway, we watched a bunch and then like went back and watched the ones from the beginning of the season. And then he was like, I want to watch more. And so we watched, I was like, okay, well let's watch season three. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we watched season three and then he was like, I want to watch more. And I was like, well, let me tell you about seasons one and two. Um, but he was like, no, I think I think I want to plow through. So we've watched, we've only watched the first episode of, of season one. And, um, any, that was a couple of days ago and he hasn't watched, has to watch another one yet, but, (laughs) (laughs) but he's still into it. Um, and, uh, the, the terrible thing is though, that that show's not coming back until April. I know. Yeah. That's off for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, it's funny. I had a similar thing where I was t- talking with one of my cousins over Christmas, who is a, you know, he, he, we usually talk about like TV shows and stuff. And I was like, oh man, Legends tomorrow. He's like, what? Like he had only watched like the first season or something. He's like, yeah, it was terrible. I was like, it was terrible. Somehow yeah. they turned it into an amazing show. And right. no one quite understands who sold their soul to the <laughs> devil in order to pull that off. Yeah. Uh, malice. They sold the and, devil. They're sold yeah. malice. Yeah. But then he, he texted me like, you know, a week or two later because he's retired now. And he's like, man, I have just like burned through a whole bunch of it. And it's pretty great, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, it is. It's weird. <laughs> Yeah, it's got really yeah. no right to be that good, but it's just really great these days. So. Yeah, so I, I am they, bummed uh, that it's not coming back till April, though. That is a that's a bummer. Yeah, but it's so still, they, they're still going to do twenty. I think they're doing twenty episodes. Is it twenty? I yeah. I thought it was. I slightly... think so. I looked I looked it up, and I think at least IMDb said that there would be twenty episodes. So, um, you know, it's a it's not a complete. You know, it's not like a. I mean, it's a sh- couple, couple or three short of what we get for other shows, but still pretty good. Uh, Wikipedia says sixteen. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, then IMDb lied to me. Screw you, IMDb. Yeah. So they're. I think they're. So I okay. guess they're half done. Yeah, they're half done. Which so makes they sense. have a back eight coming up, which is fine. They get a. I, you know what? That show. Uh, yeah, you know what? A right, little goes right. a long I mean, way. I, compl- and I, I complain like so much nice. about uh, you know about this phase, the the phase that we're coming into for. <laughs> For Arrow, Flash, the, the, the and soggy Supergirl. middle, yeah. yeah, yeah, the soggy middle. Um, that I would be happy if uh, Legends would not do that. Yeah, have you seen Flash this week? I have. No, not yet. Or, the Legends yeah, get yeah. a little get a little shout out at oh, one yes. point. Uh, okay. That was a good book. Uh, that was a good bit. Barry is basically he's trapped in a cell <laughs> in his own whatever, like 
yeah it doesn't matter but they give him some reading material and it's uh it's mixed, Rory's book. mixed book yeah mixed book so, yeah. Yeah. that was a that was a funny bit yeah i have to say yeah 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 and he comes back to it after and he's like uh, just the little comment that he says about it is pretty funny yeah it's um, like it's I'm like ca- oh, i'm caught really up on it. gotham now Ooh. As if you can uh, believe it, even like into this season. Wow. Welcome. Welcome to the the first two episodes of season five. Uh, How do you like it? I enjoy it. You know, it's crazy. It's like it doesn't make any sense. I mean, the one thing that I'll say is that they we talk about the soggy middle. They avoid the soggy middle by Mm. just like being circumlocutive like all the time and like going back and forth i mean the allegiances in this oh, show yeah, are ridiculous i just think i mean know, they like, constantly yeah. change like penguin and the riddler together oh no they're now they're trying to kill each other i mean and just within a season it goes back and forth so many times that you, be- you really couldn't like if somebody asked you to describe it you probably oh, couldn't god i have no and, idea <laughs> yeah but but it avoids that soggy middle because something is things are changing so fast that, that it's yeah. that it's so yeah. fluid that it doesn't matter you're just kind of caught up in this sort of stream of consciousness thing that's happening yeah there's always something happening on that show yes in every single scene something is happening and it never there's literally never a down moment like it's not even one of those shows where i can kind of like half pay attention and like read the internet or something at the same time i actually feel like i need to be paying attention because there is enough bananas stuff happening that you just be like there's what there's so many good performances yeah, there yeah. are. I, I think there's some real casting coups on that show. Uh, yeah. The guy who plays Penguin, the guy who plays yeah, Riddler, like right. those two guys are fantastic. Uh, Alfred, uh, Barbara, Barbara, Alfred's yeah, Alfred's fantastic. Great. Yeah. yeah, Barbara Gordon is great, and I, yeah, I, I love the. Uh, I don't know what, what the plan for the show was, but when they cast her, uh, it seemed like she was going to be the sort of the straight laced uh, wife. Well, she's Barbara Keen. She was and but terrible right? so in the first season. Like, yeah, yeah. But now they've given her just like, you know what, go nuts. And she chews up scenery like nobody's business. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm kind of wondering if she's going to just die at the end and then somebody else named Barbara comes in. (laughs) Well, yeah, because she's not, well, she's not Barbara Gordon either, right? She's She's Barbara Keene. Yeah. So she's like the nominally the woman who would have been the mother of bad girl like they've also just played so fast and loose with like we're gonna do all our different yeah. takes on what? characters that's like not even <laughs> worth keeping up <laughs> they've been three poison yeah, ivies that's right <laughs> yeah, yeah. The it's most- the same character it's supposed to be the same person and they've had three different actresses playing <laughs> and it, the, our most recent one is a uh flash refugee uh who played yeah. uh snart's sister in uh oh that's right. where i knew her from yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. yeah they they really have gone god that show is so weird <laughs> it really but it is. really was about like like legends about halfway through its second season it kind of just yeah. leaned into they figured the out madness. they figured out the way to go yeah uh and it really and and there was some stuff i loved from day one and that like for example donna logue as harvey bullock yeah always yeah, a winner um yeah ben mckenzie well, penguin is, was the thing i think penguins his performance was just gold from the beginning yeah he's yeah. pretty good uh ben mckenzie is jim gordon like you know he does he does exactly yeah. what you need him to do he's right yeah he's like right. solid he's good looking he's very like boy scouty <laughs> like yeah yeah he he can't he's like the one thing that can't fluctuate and go bananas all the time because right right without him it, it is he's the just center total yeah. chaos mm-hmm. yeah uh, and I even he's like the, uh, he's the eye of the storm. The uh, right. the kid who plays uh, uh, Bruce Wayne. I, I love good. him. It's a shame yeah. that I don't think he will ne- ever necessarily really have like the Batman physique. But like, he's great. He's a really yeah. good yeah. actor. 
And he's yeah. pulled off. I mean, you know, they've had him in some fight scenes, and he's definitely he's done great. Yeah, no, yeah, he's, so. he's got uh, he's surprised. But me yeah, with how but he's, he's, he's sort got, of tall and skinny. Yeah, he's never yeah, gonna yeah. quite be yeah. the, the the bulked up version. But that's fine. You don't need to necessarily yeah. get him. You know, right. if you're only gonna get there at the end of the the show, uh, which right. is always he's I'm, only gonna, right. <laughs> I'm super fascinated to see how they end this show too, because that's the other yeah. like. My way back when it started, like I had this whole thing of like, in theory, if this is a show about Jim Gordon, like cleaning up Gotham, then the only end you could possibly have is a future in which Gotham, he saves Gotham and he doesn't, and it doesn't need Batman. Like, otherwise his job is like futile for like the entire series is like, no, no, I'm going to bring order to Gotham. No, no, you can't do that. People are insane. (laughs) We have things planned. Yeah. So things have been getting worse. Right. Right. He's just not even Sisyphus because like he never gets to rock up the top of the hill. It's just, but it, it like <laughs> it's one of the things that's fascinating about it is like in some ways it is a this is a show about failure. If the city still yeah. ends up needing Batman at the end, it's because it's so far gone, right? Right. Yeah. So that's a it's a fascinating and kind of despondent take uh, on the the idea, and I'm kind of intrigued to see how they decide they want to handle the end of this show, because I could see that being a a difficult proposition. Yeah. Well, I mean, Bruce has to go away and start training, right? I mean, he doesn't have to. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But they, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting, it's a great looking show too. I have to say, I think it has one of the best production designs of a superhero show on TV right now. Like it's so visually. Where Where do they film that? That's a great question. I think they started in New York. Um, yeah, but I, I feel think, like I thought I thought I heard it was Cleveland, but like now I can't remember. Yeah, I thought they start. I thought they were shooting in New York for a while. I actually don't know where. Uh, yeah, it looks like it is still New York, which oh, okay seems wow. right based on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's the best place for them to shoot. But probably some stuff shot on, on back lots too. Um, yeah, just in in L.A. But yeah, I think it's primarily the location stuff is New York. Yeah, but they've got beautiful sound stages. Like the uh, the police headquarters looks great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, GCPD. Uh, the the bar, which kept. <laughs> I love that they just. It's the same place, and just as alliances shift, it just keeps getting redecorated all the time. Oh, the uh, yeah, Barbara <laughs> like the space, slash whatever. The yeah, slash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When there was like an ice sculpture in it. Anyway, it's just funny that they're all battling over that one stage. That's basically, all they, that's all they care about. Yeah, it's just yeah. who owns the bar. Yeah. Oh, and uh, the, I think that the fight place also was a similar place. The fight that place. wasn't an English sentence, but you know the what fight, I mean? The, uh, uh, the fight place. <laughs> uh, my favorite uh, movie the, with Brad Pitt. Fight the place. place in the glades. The place in the glades. The glades? Where, uh, right. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Okay. The, what's the it narrows? Not, not, is it the narrows? The yeah, narrows, it's the narrows. Yeah. Yeah. It's the narrows. That's right. <laughs> Thinly, I get that. I actually got, I've got, I've gotten that confused. Thinly I, I was thinking like, boy, is there a place to name the glades in every city? But no, it's not actually. Yeah. yeah. I like no. that start. I mean, city. actually, it's so I knew a, it wasn't called the glades, but whatever. Same thing. Like, right. I enjoy anyway. that the, the, the star city is just a thinly like wallpapered over Gotham city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, we should probably wrap up because we've yep. rambled on about superhero stuff for a good long time now. Uh, we will be back next week to talk about uh, season seven, episode. Uh, what are we on? Eleven, I think. Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. Twenty four hours. 
That yeah. hour is entitled Past Sins, and it is directed in what I believe is a directorial debut by our good friend David Ramsey. Oh, cool. So oh, nice. nice. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, How is there not being an episode called Past Sins? That is the most arrow sounding <laughs> episode name. No, no, that's Sins of the Father. Don't forget. Sins of the right, right. Past Father <laughs> Sins. Yeah, really. Sins of Father's Past. Sin, sins of the Sin of the Fathers. Sin of sin the Past of the Fathers. fathers. Yeah. Past of the Sins Fathers. Ghosts of pa- yeah. Father's Past. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, until then, I would like to thank my co host, John Moltz. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Guy English, always a pleasure. Thanks. Yeah, it's been fun to catch up. It's been good <laughs> to be back. Uh, thank you all out there for listening or reading the transcripts. Come on, man. <laughs> However, you're consuming this podcast. You know, visually. <laughs> thank you for eating this podcast. <laughs> please do not ingest this podcast. It is not healthy for you. Uh, and if you ingest this podcast, please see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next week. Dun 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 d